Sukkah, Daflam and Zayn, the last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah said that Rabbi Uda holds that you could only bind the Lulav using something made of the Lulav. And Rabbi explained you could even use the scruff around it, you could even use the trunk of the palm tree, because all that is the same as the Lulav itself. And Rabbi says, where do I know that from? And he brought a Braita. Says Basukot Shvush Shivat Yamim, you could sit in any type of sukkah according to Rabimir, and Rabbi Uda says it has to be made from the Arba Aminim, and he brought a Kalva Homer. Uh, Arba Aminim, you don't use at night, you only use during the day, and you are, and all the more so sukkah, which you use in the day and night, you have to make out of the four Minim. And with that, we are starting Lamed Vava Amud Bet, two lines from the bottom. Where Amrulo in the middle of the line where it says Amrulo, Rabbanan respond to Rabbi Yehuda. Amrulo called din sheata dan techilato lachmir besofo leakel enodin. Any kalva homer that you try to make that in the beginning yes you're mahmir, but if you look deep down into it you're really a makil, you're being lenient. That's not a kalva homer because and now we're on the top of lamed zayin. Let's say you didn't find the four minim. You just sit like that and don't send a sukkah. It said you have to send a sukkah seven days, any type of sukkah. What does it say over there in Ezra? Go to the mountain, bring leaves of the olive tree. And do sukkot like it says in the pasuk. This is all written in Nehemiah. So you see, a sukkah can made out of anything. You see, al zait, al and also with the hadas temarim and avot. Rabbi Uda explains that the pasuk of the Nehemiah, savar hane lidfanot, the olive branches and olive leaves and the pine branches, all that was for the walls. However, al hadas va'ale temarim va'ale etz avot, that's lishach. So you see Rabbi Uda is going with the shita that you could only use from the four minim for schach utnan. And we have a Mishnah, Mesakechin Benesarin, the very Rabbi Uda. Rabbi Uda allows you to use boards for schach. And you get the boards from the trunk of the palm tree. Alma You learn from here that the scruff and the trunk of the palm tree is part of the lulav. And you could also conclude from here that uh, according to Rabbi Uda, you could use the scruff or the trunk to tie the lulav. So now the Gemara asks a question. Did Rabbi Uda really say you could only use the four minim for schach, nothing else? We learned if you used cedar boards, if they have a width of four fachim, according to everyone, the pasul, and by marbat fachim, if they don't have four fachim, Rabbi Meir posel, Rabbi Uda machshir. Rabbi Uda says it's kasher. If between each board you have the amount of space we could fit another board, you could put real schach in between and it's kasher. And bottom line from all this, you see that Rabbi Uda allowed schach to be made of erez, the cedar wood, and that's not one of the four uh, species. So like Mark explains, now my erez, what's the erez that we're talking about over here? Hadas, we're talking about hadas. There's ten types of cedar. Shenemar, Eten, Bamidbar, Erez, Shita, Vehadas, 
The Pasuk in Yeshaya brings 10 uh, types of uh, cedar. And one of them is the Hadas. So you could call the Hadas Erez according to Rabbi Yehuda. Now let's go back to the Mishnah. Rabbi Meir Omer, Afilu Shihad. You could even tie the Lulav with a string or rope. Doesn't make a difference. And Tanya. There was a story with uh, important Hashu people, the rich people of Yerushalayim. They would tie their lulabim with gold strings or gold rings. They told him, that's your proof. Underneath the, the, the gold string, they would tie it using something of the species of the lulav and the gold string was only for beauty it was only as an ornament it wasn't important and there was no issue with baltosif adding to the mitzvah and on that note amalehura baraba said to those who would tie the lulavim and the sim arabot everything together by the house of resh galuta when you tie Together, the four, the three minim of the Berash Galuta, Shairu Be Bet Yad, you have to leave an area where he could hold it without touching the, the, the string or the, whatever you're wrapping it with. So there won't be a blocking from the actual uh, the three minim, the Hadas, Ulav, and Aravot, from the person's hand. And this long Tosfot comes to say that Rabbah holds. That mean bemino chotzetz. That means something blocks when it comes to its own species. It means even if you tied it around using a lulav leaf, it can still block your hand from touching the mitzvah. That's why you have to leave an area where you can grab the actual hadasim lulav and aravot without touching whatever you use to wrap around it. And by the way, there's a lot of Rishonim who argue on that, and they hold, we're talking about uh, uh, the, whatever you, you used something to wrap it that was not of the Lulav. Uh, I, the good to get look into. And Rabah with an Aleph explains, If it's used as an ornament, it's not a Hatzitza. All it is, is just on top of it, but it's not a Hatzitza, it's not blocking. It's just an ornament. And the Rishonim try to understand what does that mean. So the Ritva and the Ran explain that one, once it's made as an ornament and it's batel to the actual lulav, and it's like uh, even though you're touching the gold string, you're, what you're really touching is the lulav. But the, the Rah, the Rabbi Hanel explains a little bit different, that when it's there as an ornament, it's considered mino. And therefore, Rabawut and Aleph holds that if you have two of the same species it does not block therefore if i touch the string i'm not even if it's made of gold since it's batel it's as if i'm touching the actual lulav itself it's not a hatzitza the amaraban rabbaut he said lolin kit inisho shana besudara one should not hold the arba minim using a scarf or some sort of cloth we need it to be a perfect taking, a complete taking, and you don't have that over here. And Tosfot explains why we're not using the word Hatitzav here, because here you're not holding the Lulav, uh, just something's blocking over here. You're grabbing it through something else. You made like, a, you wrapped it around the cloth, and you're grabbing the cloth, and you're picking up the Lulav as a result of the cloth sort of thing. 
Even if you took it by grabbing onto something else, it's still considered lekiha. And Amaraba mena mina la del kihal yereda barahir shema lekiha. Rabbatan Alf tells you how do I know that if you hold it up using something else, it still counts. Ditnan, we learn about the para aduma. The way it works is you're supposed to take the ashes, throw it into the water, and mix it, and dip the ezov, the hyssop plant, into the water, and then spray it on whoever needs the spraying. And the problem is. If the ezov is katsar, if the ezov is short and it doesn't reach the water, mesapeko, you make it a little bit long. How? Hutu bakush. You tie it with a string, you tie a string around it this way, you could uh, send it down with a string, or you could uh, stick a needle into it and then lower it down into the water using the needle. And then you dip it into the water, bring it back up. Then hold on to actual ezov and then you spray it on the temeim. Now the question is, why would you do it that way? The pasuk says you're supposed to take it and dip it, meaning you're supposed to hold it with your hand when dipping it into the water. So why is the string or the needle working over here? Rather, you have to say holding something using something else is considered holding it like my asks back maybe it's different with the ezov once you connected that string to it or once you connected that needle to it it becomes a part a mamasha part of the goof of the ezov but over here with the lulav it's totally different over here you 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 wrapped a cloth around it and you're grabbing onto the cloth it's not connected to it like that needle or that string is tied to that ezov. Rather, it's just wrapped around it. Maybe it's different. Rather, Ravah learns that taking something using something else actually counts from a different place. When making the para aduma ashes, the way it would work is they'd take a rock with a hole in it and they use a rock because rocks are namikabel tumah, stones namikabel tumah. They, they they would put it into a hole in the rock. It's called a shoket. They'd put water over there. Then they'd uh, put the ashes in, and they would then they would mix it. And you would you would have a tube with the ashes inside of it, and you were supposed to spill it with your hand. It means you're supposed to spill it, the ashes into your hand, and then throw it into the water. And that's how you make the holy mixture of the paraduma ashes. However, elamehacha nafal mishofoferet if the ashes fell from the tube into the hole of, in the rock without kavana, pasul, the entire kiddush is pasul. Why? Because you actually have to put it in your hand and put it into the water. The pasuk says, They understood vinatan. You have to have intention when putting it into the water. Therefore, if you threw it in, then it's kasher. And the Gemara says, Ve'amai, why should it be kasher if it went from the tube, if you spilled it from the tube into the water? It sounds like you have to do it with your own hand, not through the tube. You have to say, the reason throwing it from the tube into the water, not from your hand to the water, also works because taking something not by the actual thing but through uh, something else actually counts and you could say the same logic when it comes to love that if you hold it using a cloth it works according to, and this is how it, this is rabba's source rabba with an aleph
Now, next subject, the Amara Bara Bawat the Hay said once you have the Hadasim and the Aravot together, Lola Dutz Inish Lulava Don't stick the Lulav between the Hadasim and the Aravot. The Dilma Natre Tarpe because some leaves might fall off when you're sticking it that way. And these leaves that are detached, they can make a blockage between the actual your hand and the actual lav hadasim aravot. They're just leaves that are detached now. with an alif amar mean bemino eno hotsets. If it's the same species, it doesn't block. And therefore, since these detached leaves are hadasim aravot that you're using, they do not block. Another halacha ba lo liguz a person shouldn't cut the, the lulav leaves while it's inside the bundle between the hadasim and aravot. Because some of the lulavim will be stuck over there and it'll be a blocking. And when you're grabbing it, you won't, you'll be grabbing the leaves that were cut off, not the actual shalosh minim. If it's the same species, it doesn't block. And since the lulav leaves are from a lulav, it doesn't block. Mahloket number five. The hadas of the arba'aminim was muktzeh for mitzvah. It was pushed away davka for mitzvah, so you're not allowed to smell it. Etrog shel mitzvah mutal l'riyachbo. But etrog, you are allowed to smell it. And my tama, what's Rabba's reason? Hadas l'rihakai. Hadas was made for smelling. So therefore, k'yaktzeh, when I pushed it away for its mitzvah, I pushed it away from smelling. That means no more smelling. Etrog, on the other hand, it's meant for eating. When I pushed it, I pushed it away from eating, not from smelling. Number six. A hadas that is still connected to the ground. You're allowed to smell it on Shabbat. Etrog, you're not allowed to smell my tama hadas hadas it's meant for smelling if you let the person smell it you're not going to come to cut you're just going to smell and move on etrog that's meant for eating if you let him smell it you might forget you might cut it off and therefore do not smell a etrog on the tree now, once we're on Rabaz, we're going to say one muhalachalaga belulav, amaraba, lulav bayamin, ve etrog small. You hold the lulav with the simal aravot on the right, etrog on the left. My ta'ama. What's the reason? Hanet telat mitzvot, the lulav hadas aravot is three mitzvot, ve hai hada mitzvah, and etrog is one mitzvah. And amal erebi miyad erebi zareka. My ta'am lo mevachina elan anitilat lulav. Why do we only say anitilat lulav? Why don't we make a bracha on anything else? So he answered him, Ho'il mikulan, because Lulav is the tallest one. So the Gemara asks, Why don't you just raise the Etrog and make a Beracha on the Etrog? Because the Lulav, when it comes to all three, when you lay them flat on the floor, the, the Lulav is the tallest one, so you make a Beracha on that one. Now the next Mishnah is talking about shaking the Arba Minim. Minim. Where would they shake the lulav etrog at the same maravot behodu la Hashem betchila v'sof in the beginning of that parak of mina mitzah which is hodu la Hashem kitov just that line and the last hodu ubana Hashem oshiana dvar betilel ubet Shemai omrim af ana Hashem aslihana 
even that. And Amar Rabbi Akiva, Tzofei Aiti by Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua. I was watching Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua. Shekol Alam Ayum and Anaimit Lulavehem. Everyone was shaking their lulav by Ana Hashem at Stehana. Vehem Lo Nyaneu Ela by Ana Hashem Moshiana. They only shook their lulav by Ana Hashem Moshiana. Now the Gemara asks, Nyanu Amad Dechashem. Who even mentioned the this uh, shaking of the lulav? Where did you get it from? So the Gemara explains, We're going on the beginning of the Perek. It says over there, It has to have three tefahim to be able to shake the lulav. One to hold, another three on top to the, to move around during the shaking. So they said over here, So over here they asked, Where do you shake the lulav? Now, We learned, that Sheteh Alechem, the two halot he's supposed to bring on Shavuot, and the two sheep of Shavuot, how would he wave them? You would put the two breads over the two sheep, and you would put your hands under them and wave them. You put it back and forth, up and down, Asher Hunaf, Asher Huram. Hunaf means to bring back and forth. Hura means to pick it up and you have to bring it down. And Amar Rabbi Yohanan to explain this, You bring back and forth to whoever owns the four sides of the world. And you bring up and down to whoever owns the Shamaim and Aretz, the Kadosh Baruch Hu. They explain like this. You bring back and forth. So this way all the bad winds should stop. And you go up and down. This way you stop all the bad do. This way it doesn't ruin the crop. And Zot Omeret. The fact that we're putting so much emphasis on the waving that that even the leftover, the non-important part of the mitzvah can push away bad things from happening. Why? Waving uh, the korban, the bread, whatever it may be, is not uh, the important part of the mitzvah. The way to get the kapara is to throw the blood on the mizbeah not the waving, and you see that uh, the waving it pushes away all the bad winds and the bad do, and it helps so much. Same idea with the lulav, you bring back and forth, up and down. Bring it forward, backwards, and you would say, Then get up. This should be an arrow in the eye of the Satan. You have no power over us with our mitzvot. And it's not a good idea because because you're going to end up uh, starting up with the Satan and it's always a good idea not to start up with the Satan. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.